Welcome to the new Indian woman and I am your host Krishna. In this podcast, we will examine the challenges faced by us in managing our lives and our families. In each episode, we will also look at the techniques that worked for different women, examine how to adapt it for us in today's context and learn from each other. You will get actionable strategies set in the Indian context on a wide variety of topics right from identifying your passion to better productivity and parenting. Welcome to episode 13 of New Indian Woman podcast airing in the first week of March 2020. Friends, you may recollect my earlier episode on the many sustainable or environment friendly choices we can make in our lives. Did you miss that one? Look out for episode 11 titled Sustainable Living in your podcast app. One of the many options discussed was sustainable menstrual options. What are these options? By the way, I'm quite tempted to label this as a ladies only episode. But then, if any of you men are listening to this episode, I invite you to share this with the women in your life. At least some of the women listeners of this podcast may recollect their early memories of using cloth napkins. made by folding up old pieces of cloth and sometime later disposable sanitary pads entered our world this seemed a boon to many of us for it introduced us to the use and throw world we started looking at our own comfort and we didn't care much or should i say we weren't aware of how these pads harm the nature around us now we have started hearing about how these pads are harmful to our bodies as well whether it's the first reason of harming the environment or the second reason of harming ourselves people are slowly moving to more nature friendly and human friendly options of handling those five days of the month these are called sustainable menstrual options okay so what all come under this category this episode is not going to list out all options and attempt to compare one over the other the idea is to introduce at least one option and that to an easy one i started hearing about such options around 5 years back and in fact my daughter prodded me in that direction i'm ever so thankful to her for that this particular option was a menstrual cup initially the thought was a bit scary to insert what looked like a big cup into the body for the menstrual blood to be collected and thrown away and the cup itself is meant to be washed and put back inside i decided to take inputs from a doctor especially on its safety and whether my young daughter is ready to use it the doctor suggested that i start using it first so that my daughter would later feel comfortable asking me the uncomfortable questions if any So that started my journey. My friends who had already cupverted, yes, that is what it is called, helped me a lot in clarifying doubts and there was even a Facebook group where people could raise their doubts on this and many other menstrual options. Well, coming back, if putting a cup inside your body seems a little too much for you now, don't worry. We have the more easier option of cloth pads. and today we will look at a very different kind of cloth pad in fact i chose to speak to people of different profiles 
all using a certain kind of cloth pad. Let us hear from them on their experiences. Was it easy moving from the disposable pads option to cloth pads? What kind of cloth pads? Do I hear you saying already, I don't want the hassle of cleaning or you don't have the time for that? Or even the question of how to change when you are not at home? That is why we are meeting people of different age groups and profiles. Listen to these. You will be motivated to try out yourself and to spread the word amongst more women. First, we will meet a young person who has chosen this option. We will meet Jyoti, who is an engineering student from Hyderabad. So, hello Jyoti, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Jyoti, I just wanted to ask you, what is the sustainable menstrual option that you are using? I'm currently using Saukyam pads, which are uh, made from the banana fiber. From uh, Amrita University, they have found out that uh, banana fiber is a very good absorbent. Mm -hmm. If you put the banana fiber in the water, it can uh, absorb that amount of water, which is equal to six times its weight. Like inside, uh, we have a banana fiber and outside it's with cloth. Okay. As outside layer is with cloth, it's very, Mm -hmm. very, very comfortable to use. It's just like a dress for me because it's a cloth. I don't Mm -hmm. have any discomfort while using it. Oh, wonderful. How long have you been using these? Nearly one year. Okay. Even though I go to college, I use uh, Saukyam pads only. Like uh, not only in the home, I use them. Even Mm -hmm. if I go out, I use them. That is a very interesting thing you shared because I have met people who use cloth pads, maybe banana fiber or otherwise, Mm. who sometimes say I am comfortable using it at home, Mm. but I am not confident of using these pads when I go for work or when I travel or when I go to college, etc. Because they feel maybe it will leak, maybe, you know, um, handling it is very difficult or cumbersome, whatever. So many people say, okay, at home I use it. Mm. So I'm very happy to hear, uh, you know, you use it during the day itself. Yeah, because uh, as I use it regularly, like I'm confident with it. Nice. So I want to understand what made you shift to this. I am assuming before this, you may have been using what we get in the market, right? Yeah. Yeah. So switching to this, I would like you to share with our listeners. Mm. What made you shift, point one? And just before shifting also, you may have had lots of doubts, right? Is it okay? You know, that other one seems easier, whatever it is. Could you share both these things with our listeners? Yeah. Ayud is like a youth team in Hyderabad. And Mm -hmm. uh, Anjuji told us to actually first use Saukyam pads. Then after using, if we spread this word to more and more women, they may may also shift to this sustainable pads. Then we came across many facts. Like, uh, mm-hmm. what is the amount of plastic we generate? Like, one pad mm-hmm. is equal to four plastic bags. Okay. So, uh, to stress on that point, uh, on mm-hmm. an average, a woman uses 10,000 to 15,000 pads, like in her entire menstrual lifetime. Mm-hmm. So, if mm-hmm. we sum it up, it is equivalent to 40,000 to 60,000 plastic bags. Okay. So, generally, we, we fight against using plastic right but mm-hmm. we ourselves are using uh, these uh, disposable pads 
uh, which is very harmful so this mm. part is like harming the nature right but yes. it also causes self harm right it causes irritation they have this uh, harmful toxins right right all these points in terms of harm to the nature and harm to the person wearing it yeah is the awareness part so once you became aware mm. uh, you decided to switch once for yourself and also so that you can influence many more people yeah. is that right yeah but did you face some challenges i hear people say that i don't want to even see blood did you have that kind of awkwardness about handling the pad once you start using did you have any kind of hesitations around it uh, before using itself anju ji had told me this wonderful point if if our hand gets cut uh, won't mm-hmm. the blood comes out of it so didi you are referring to anju who is heading saukyam correct yes okay go ahead so she told me this wonderful point just look at it in that way Hmm. I mean, why should we feel like that? Mm-hmm. If we change that mindset, if we think in this way, it won't be mm-hmm. a problem. Initially, it may be a problem, but mm-hmm. if we think the positive impact it can create, or if we think uh, how many trees we could save, so Correct. if you focus on the positive impacts which can occur by using the sustainable paths, I think mm-hmm. that won't be a problem, like blood or something. that would be a problem any other hesitation you had i didn't have much uh, hesitations okay. like i i was prepared before you nice. self i tr- train my mind once you started using it first itself you started uh, using it for college or you used it only at home you felt comfortable how yeah. how was it initially i used at home uh, okay. that was during our holidays time so okay. i didn't had the need uh, to use in outside uh, my home okay and in terms of washing it that is the next challenge many people may have mm. about uh, using cloth pads regardless of whether it is cloth inside or banana fiber inside mm. you know the challenges with respect to washing because it is see uh, wrapping it in a piece of paper and throwing is the easiest thing without thinking about the environment or any harm mm-hmm. okay but that is easy on our part but here you have to ensure you mm-hmm. have to ensure you wash it and it is hygienic it is dried out in the sun etc how do you feel uh, when i say how do you feel i am talking about how long it takes for you because many mm-hmm. people may say i am so busy i can't be doing this mm-hmm. so could you just tell how easy or complicated a process it is we have to soak it in a mug of water or something just mm-hmm. soak it and leave it for 5 to 10 minutes whatever the blood it has absorbed will automatically come out that made the work easy and one thing is there is a misconception that to remove blood you need to put in hot water that mm-hmm. is when the staining happens right yeah. so you have to soak it in the cold water yeah it it should be a normal water then tablet comes out then correct later you can do it for two or three times later you mm-hmm. can just wash it with a good soap to remove right. the upper stains is it is as easy as that i felt it's very easy yes so after that you dry it out in the sun Uh, need not be a sun actually need not directly exposed to a sun it's the mm-hmm. uh, like normal if it's just uh, warm enough to dry it's okay yes i want to ask you in your own personal context did you feel embarrassed about drying it even when we buy mm-hmm. sanitary pads many people nowadays maybe in the supermarket you know you can see in the cart it being 
kept there people when they buy but yeah. earlier i remember if you buy from a medical store and all they would cover it in newspaper and give it as if it is mm. it's a secret <laughs> when to dry and put it out it becomes visible to people yeah. in the family in the sense uh, the men in the family mm-hmm. also yeah. your brothers father whomever it is and they, some people sense a lot of embarrassment around yeah. that so what is your personal experience around that like if we create more and more awareness uh, yes. i think uh, this won't be a problem if we don't know what is it if we actually don't know what is it then only it becomes a problem well said actually so i was coming to that once you started using it are you involved in any of the awareness activities when i say awareness activities there are two kinds of awareness activity one is whether you are part of some group or organization who goes out and talks about this or another is in your own personal space amongst your friends cousins whomever you talk about it and influence people what has been your approach to this with uh, ayudh mm-hmm. ayudh organization we conducted uh, awareness camps in our apartment Mm-hmm. in our apartment there are nearly 150 families and called mm-hmm. upon all aunties and all and we told them we uh, like we clearly told each and every point mm-hmm. and we also did in uh, other nirman organization in hyderabad which which is a special which focuses on women development okay. we also gave sessions there uh, we try to do do in women's hostels uh, mm mm-hmm. like these are some important places which we did and uh, in government schools uh, okay for the young children like uh, uh, 8th class 9th class 6th class mm-hmm. uh, we, uh, we try to do awareness sessions for them in the private schools also some of few private schools like hps uh, these mm-hmm. are our activities personally in our family i could only influence uh, very less people okay friends and family i tell them uh mm-hmm. but the impact was very less but the mm-hmm. impact in the awareness sessions which we did with the organization which we went outside from the home and we did with the organization uh it was uh, a lot there were many people who bought the bats from us after they used uh, after mm-hmm. one month or something we asked for the feedback and there were many good feedbacks uh, we heard we heard very good feedbacks they suggested to other uh, people okay so it's like a chain reaction yeah. actually happening yeah. and it is very interesting to see you people like you who are very young adopting such practices because when people uh, the young people do it i feel there is so much more pressure on everybody else to start yeah uh, using it like especially people of my age when we hear this oh if the young people if they are excited and they are looking at options like this it is time we change yeah. you know that kind of a thing i really understand that power other aspect is the cost okay this disposable pads they are very costly right. so over entire menstrual time it mm-hmm. it sums up to a very huge amount Mm-hmm. but this kind of sustainable pads if we buy ones they mm-hmm. can last up to 3 to 5 years if we properly maintain them right so in cost we also it's very effective okay that is a nice point that you brought up and before we wind up i want to ask you one question mm-hmm. would you go back to the conventional pads when i say conventional the more popular pads mm-hmm. would you go back to them no i strongly say no to them okay from whatever you say 
i see that you have no excuses you are so convinced about using this pad yeah when you say that you will never go back to the other option mm. it shows how much you are aware about the product and how much that initial hesitation nothing is there and you are comfortable with using this yeah i would like to add one more point sure if mm-hmm. we uh, make them to use this kind of sustainable pads at the at the young age like uh, at the age when they just uh, start when they attain puberty okay yeah so if we make that kind of habit to them mm-hmm. then they'll definitely never switch to the uh, like regular disposable pads i am very right. sure about it that is a nice thing to say because Uh, you know you are saying like this challenge of changing from one mm. to the other right from the start use this itself yeah initially it may be a little bit problem but mm. as you use them yes. uh, you feel these are very comfortable because i added a point right it just feels like a dress Correct. use it wash it use it wash it that's all right okay thank you so much jyoti thank you yeah thank you We also have uh, Deepthi from Chennai with us. Deepthi works in the IT industry. I understand she has a very long commute, and she is a happy user of uh, sustainable menstrual options for quite some time. So let us go to Deepthi and hear her views. Deepthi, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Krishna. Thank you. Thank you for having me in the podcast. I'm quite excited to be in the show. Deepthi, over the next few minutes, I just want to understand some aspects about the pads that you are using. Okay. An earlier user had shared about it being being made with banana fibers, etc. For the listeners, could you tell how long you've been using and how you came to know about it? Were you looking for some options, or by chance you landed with some options like this? Okay. So let me start with the first question. Mm-hmm. Uh so I've been using this product for more than 2 years now okay. and uh, I've been very very comfortable and I'm very happy that I switched to this product mm-hmm. and uh, how I came to this uh, pro- know about this product is uh, through a family friend of mine so she was uh, suggesting this product and my mom had bought it for me and mm-hmm. that's how I came to know about this product but uh, at the same time i was actually looking for such products actually so okay. i i was using uh, disposable pads mm-hmm. and uh, i was not uh, at some point uh, i was not very comfortable using it i i started uh, getting irritation somehow uh, there was something wrong i know when it comes to the third day i used to get infection so something was going wrong even though i was uh, trying to be more hygiene nothing worked mm. okay and uh, at that point of time actually i read an article in a newspaper mm-hmm. which mentioned that uh, these products are actually carcinogenic okay yeah so that uh, really struck me because uh, no i i was paying money <laughs> and i was killing myself so that's mm-hmm. what is my thought so i was actually looking for an alternate product when luckily for me uh, one of my family friends suggested saukiem mm-hmm. and uh, since then i've been using it actually and initially i was little hesitant because i was not sure how you know you know it is made of banana fiber inside mm-hmm. and outside mm-hmm. it's of you know cloth so i was not very sure so what i did was um, i started first using it on the third day 
and okay. the next month i went on to use it the second day and then i was okay. confident enough to use it from the first day later on so that's uh-huh. how i started it was a three month trial for me but then on uh, i was con- i'm continuously using it and uh, i'm really happy you've not gone back to the no, no. Uh, disposable no, pads no <laughs> i just don't okay. want to go back <laughs> <laughs> Deepthi I also understand that you travel a lot uh, on a daily basis in terms of long commutes etc so could you talk yeah. about that aspect because many times many times uh, you know we tell ourselves reasons which can almost become like excuses and this is the reason I don't want to switch you know initially when we have all those challenges we may think okay if i am going to have long commutes what if it leaks and such doubts may come and mm-hmm. somehow in the case of disposable pads all the ads and everything convince us easily and while mm-hmm. leaks can happen even there but we somehow tend to associate that with other options so could you explain about correct, that correct. part i was little like i said initially was little hesitant but then once i started using it i uh, realized that it was working fine for very long mm-hmm. hours as well even once i got soaked in mm-hmm. rain okay <laughs> nothing really leaked okay. or i didn't stain myself uh-huh. so i have been using it uh, for 2 years now so i can authentically say that it doesn't leak it, if at all it stains it stays on the pouch itself does not come to your clothes at all okay. so it's good i would like to also understand when you are working maybe you know i know mm-hmm. you were in the it industry i'm assuming work hours are long which is normally mm-hmm. the case and uh, i assume you would be changing pads while at office so how does it work if it is cloth pad the cloth pad actually is good for almost 12 hours oh really so, okay so yeah yeah so even though they actually say 8 hours but i still find that it's okay for me for 12 hours so when i go to sleep also i get up late doesn't really stain my clothes it has never stained my clothes actually so one is about staining the clothes yeah. but i also have a question in terms of is it hygienic to use it for 12 hours yeah i have not had any issues so far hmm. this i have never had that uh, irritation or any infection or allergies which i used to have with uh, disposable pads okay yeah? as a listener yeah yeah if i have to change mm-hmm. and i cannot wash immediately i'm not at home mm-hmm. so how does it work yeah i would suggest that you put it in a plastic pouch or a cover and probably okay. give it a quick wash it it, it doesn't uh, actually as soon as you put the pad in the water mm-hmm. all the blood comes out there is no you know remains of it even in the pad so if you look at okay. the pad uh, my friends were thinking it's a new one but actually i had used it for years <laughs> right okay that's nice to hear i do not know about your area but chennai generally there is this view of water scarcity especially during summer etc <laughs> in terms of people finding reasons okay i i would still like to say people finding reasons to not switch they may say okay instead of throwing and damaging the environment you end up using more water i have heard such arguments being made okay so in case i were to argue with you mm-hmm. okay <laughs> saying that all these options they they tend to use more uh, water mm-hmm. what is so, your take on it especially in the context of chennai <laughs> so definitely you need uh, water to wash but uh, ask yeah. yourself this question would you put your life to risk because you don't want to spend few ounces of water <laughs> per month <laughs> okay <laughs> 
and also how much water is required for this that is where i was coming to very little water actually speaking because the pad it gets cleaned quickly and then i mm-hmm. soak it in a small probably as a mug of water okay. and then wash it two three times mm-hmm. and then i drain it and then you know uh, hang it in the cloth line and let the sun do its work so it becomes really clean after that okay when you go for some functions or occasions where you were staying with other people and all that does it become a point of discussion where others ask suppose you were having your periods at that time mm-hmm. then why are you getting into all this painful things why do you have to do all that when there is a much more easier option available do that kind of discussions happen when uh, amongst your friends yeah a lot of people do tell that they don't have time for all this <laughs> and uh, they're not sure about it then i tell them that yeah that 5 minutes of your time definitely makes a lot of difference so at least for me it makes a lot of difference so i still uh, go about <laughs> it because uh, you might hesitate to actually make this change at this point of time but then that change that small change that i had made has made me feel really really good for myself uh, so I, whatever be the reasons the other people have i still uh, stick to what i want to do with this at least yeah the general concept is that if it is not filled up with these artificial materials which is available in disposable yeah. pads and and if it has to absorb mm. blood these pads have to be really thick mm. is the notion Mm-hmm. it's not so thick actually speaking yeah uh, so it doesn't it is not a point which will influence the decision yeah, you're yeah. saying because there are uh, two types of pads okay so there is a day okay. pad and a night pad and the day pad is mm-hmm. actually uh, a little shorter and it still does the work and uh, and okay. you don't really uh, it doesn't really show actually i'm assuming the night pads are much longer yeah. so that when you're lying down it yeah. doesn't leak okay. so and and even if you want to use the night pad during the day sometimes which i do for you know longer work mm-hmm. hours especially uh, for 12 hours mm-hmm. that is also available so it's up to you to choose and this question about when you use cloth mm-hmm. pads does it cause rashes no no rashes around no. the panties where you know by normally with disposable pads you tend to get rashes and it becomes difficult to even walk sometimes yeah Yeah but that that's not the case with this pad that's what i really like about it <laughs> now i am just wondering with so much of positives that mm-hmm. i hear about these kind of pads regardless of which organization it mm-hmm. comes from lot of people lot of self help groups especially in villages work on creating cloth pads themselves right. that's what yeah. i have heard mm-hmm. however in maybe tv in, in mm-hmm. the media we don't we may see some articles here and there but we don't see any advertisements Correct. there are no big organizations which can influence a lot in terms of people at why do you think it is not there in the media my own thing is it's because big organizations are not producing yeah. this and people who are making it are essentially keeping it low cost and they do not have the wherewithal to do massive ads that is my own assessment of the situation what is any any views that you have it is not in mainstream yet that is right i have also felt that mm-hmm. and i feel definitely there don't these uh, small uh, organizations 
small you know scale industries do not have that kind of investment on the marketing itself okay. and um, there is no uh, also i think any information coming from the right people who the world health organization obviously says that the disposable parts are carcinogenic and they're causing a lot of pollution and they needs to be disposed right but that information is not coming to the people in the rural areas or in the urban areas mm-hmm. uh, here i mean not many i don't know how many people are know about it so unless i had read that small article that day i don't mm-hmm. think i would have known about it so i think people uh, the health ministry the government the doctors they should also take an initiative to actually uh, pass on this information which is actually critical for women's health so yeah. when they do that automatically people will start searching for an alternative and uh, this small scale industries which do produce these parts will then i think it will come into mainstream i guess yeah wonderfully put actually because i am just thinking one is promoting such uh, products okay yeah. increasing awareness the second is like so many other things like smoking is injurious to health and whatever maybe mm-hmm. even these ads should carry some kind of a footer saying check with your doctor or it may be injurious Correct. to health which is not there so most of us will think yeah. that it is yeah there are no issues unless you are looking for it or you chance upon some article on it right right then and there's no information on how these products are getting created mm. so i believe uh, it's bleached and there are a lot of chemicals chemicals obviously um, are bad for health but for a long time i did not know that mm. it gets sucked directly into the skin because it's close to your skin yes and it does affect Uh, your uh, internal organs it was not something i knew uh, i am not a biology you know mm. graduate or anybody so yeah uh, yeah in our own homes the girls they are attaining puberty Correct. earlier yeah. these days of late in the past uh, two decades or so they are attaining puberty earlier and so which means by the time they are 9 or 10 from that age they are being exposed to all these chemicals and right. these artificial products and i would for the podcast listeners as a new indian woman i would not expect you mm. as a mother to recommend a disposable product to a child without actually finding out whether it is harmful or not it may be yeah. easy to use yeah. yes but whether it is harmful it is like a fast food uh, product i would say would you give that every no. day maybe not but we we tend to give a disposable product for our children so yeah so that is where that yeah. awareness is required so thanks a lot deepi is there something else you would like to share which we have not discussed uh, just that uh, i would like to also tell that it has this product has made me feel really comfortable and once they start uh, using they will definitely feel the difference and they will feel much better they'll feel healthier and uh, not only do you do good to yourselves you'll also be doing good to the environment and the rural women folk who actually uh, work and create this product well put deepthi thanks a lot thank you thank you krishna thank you for this opportunity once again thank you so much In this section we have Mrithula Prashant she is a professor working in Bangalore and uh, she also has been a user of a cloth pad for quite some time now let us move on to discussing with her how her experience has been 
welcome rudula to this podcast thank you krishna i'm happy that you gave me a chance to speak about this we are feeling nice about speaking to people who have chosen sustainable menstrual options mridula how long have you been using this I have been using this for almost 2 uh, years initially was it easy for you to switch or did you face mentally some challenges in terms of switching to this uh, kind of an option yeah that's true <laughs> actually initially we were like just using any normal disposable pad okay and later um, ma'am named uh, anju west who worked for the development of this product and it's named as saukyam okay so she came and gave an introduction about this so i thought uh, okay let me try this on a weekend okay so i went on on uh, sunday and tried it out i felt it is as comfortable as um, any regular disposable one okay. but uh, i felt it is much better because okay. uh, generally it's made of cotton so you don't have any irritation as such hmm nor you feel any wet as such but the more concern what why we actually i i basically i can say switched over was to see that it is um what to say eco friendly yeah and it, it can be reusable you can just wash it like any hand key and you can you can keep it safe and you can use it back hmm. it's and there is no wastage that is going into the garbage every month so that contribution at least i could give from my side to the society or the world i can feel because mm-hmm. it reduces plastic as such they showed all the process of it like yeah. how they take out all the like uh, banana fibers take out completely and they soak that is soak it in water take it out fiber fiber to fiber they separate it out and then dry they cut it then they stitch over in between the clothes they they put it in between and they stitch it across okay so that uh, actually is one thing which gives you this product is basically very thin also not as thick as any cotton which you would have been using long back yeah there is a less chance of being shrinking across or as such it is as simple as just just equivalent to that of a handkerchief yeah so one thing i wanted to ask there because somewhere in between you mentioned that you don't even feel it is wet which is yeah. uh, surprising to hear yeah because if you generally use cloth pads also i i think there is uh, some amount of wetness you feel but you were saying because of the banana fiber maybe you don't feel wet yeah probably that absorbs completely into that mm. so along with that the cloth they have chosen is also very good okay. the quality of the cloth is very soft very pure cotton so you don't feel it actually uh, even first time when i used it even i was taken <laughs> by surprise like how come cotton cloth and you don't feel this yeah like <laughs> experience basically so later i started uh, telling to all my cousins and yeah. uh, we have a very big uh, group of cousins and they started telling all of them and first time they also took a small pack and they also then they started calling me back asking for more oh okay <laughs> <laughs> there are varieties then because there are differences you know yeah some people have low small flow and heavy flow as such so people who wanted heavy flow they wanted a bigger one yeah so one second yeah. sorry to interrupt here because when i hear people talking about such options there are many people mm. who say it may be okay for them but i have very mm. heavy flow every 2 hours i change mm. my disposable pads so i do not think i can use any of these options i have heard people say that so what is the feedback from people who have heavy flow are they also having good feedback 
I understand in the pad itself, when you buy, you can buy for heavy flow versus yes. low flow, etc. But people who have heavy flow, what is their feedback? And actually, most of them are telling now, actually, I suggested them to go for a bigger one. Like mm-hmm. uh, we have something called as a night pad, which is being utilized. Mm-hmm. So that is a bigger one. So which okay. has like there are three folds, two folds like this, different varieties. For college going children or small children, you have very small one single piece, just mm-hmm. like your disposal one. There are different varieties which has been taken care of like by during the production. Okay. So that is where... Uh, like when i try when they say heavy flow i just told them you just you can try out this night ones so when they are using this night ones it is uh, like sustain they are able to maintain it with it there is okay. no issue i feel okay and and mrudula uh, also i would like to know whether whether you have done or your colleagues uh, in terms of do you get a spare one and do you change it uh, when you are there my question uh, is particularly about uh, how easy it is when you are outside the house if if mm. there is a need to change it mm. how easy or difficult it is to change because that is one other concern that people might have right yeah i never had an issue because uh, i can hold it for easily 6 hours so from okay. morning if i use it by till evening by till i come home uh, come back home probably up to 8 hours i don't have any issues Mm-hmm. But I have some people who are, have heavy flows, so they change it all there. They, what they do is in their lunch break or so, they mm-hmm. just carry a polythene, they just carry a polythene cover, it's a block cover or something, mm-hmm. and they just put it inside that and they take it back and wash it. So when they carry it and keep it in their uh, this kind of uh, plastic cover and they, they will go home and wash it. So yeah. in that, I have two questions. One, does it uh, stink in the sense, is it something uh, which they have to make sure they, they, they take extra precautions so that, you know, or is, is carrying it back difficult because, not so. you know, uh, the not second so. is because it is there, it is not the blood in that is kind of maybe drying up or whatever. So mm. after they go home, is it more difficult to wash? So if we soak it in water, what happens? Uh, it'll, whatever is dried out, it will become wet again. Mm-hmm. So, it will be flushed out with a pure clean water. And then again, if with the soap you want to clean it, you clean it. And then keep it dry. It, only the condition is you should completely dry it and keep it. Yeah. Don't keep it wet. Don't keep it wet folded. Are people talking about concerns in terms of, are they embarrassed about keeping it in the open? I'll tell you why I'm asking this. Because earlier days, maybe uh, 20 years back, 30 years back, when people were using cloth and whatever was available as the traditional options, there was some amount of embarrassment and it would be dried in some areas where the men of the house and the boys of the house don't see it and things like that. There was a lot of care taken to do it secretly. Even Mm -hmm. in today's age also, there may be people who do not talk about this openly while they may be comfortably sitting in the living room and watching an ad about a disposable pad which shows graphically all these things but they may still not be comfortable drying it openly in the sun so what is uh, the feedback that you have heard from the people known to you who are using these pads are they comfortable with putting it out in the sun to dry it and not hiding it so i have heard many people uh, using cloth without earlier and even now in, um, you know, disadvantaged sections of the society where mm. they just put it under the cot so that nobody mm. sees it. So it never mm. is dried in the sun. 
because there is an embarrassment so i've heard about many such things so i know two things one is in terms of your own feedback and i am aware that saukyam pads are distributed across many states and uh, there is lot of focus amongst rural women and urban poor also so mm-hmm. do you have any idea about this drying out in the sun part yeah let me uh, tell you about this so first thing is if you dry it in sun obviously it is the best yes okay and along with that if you at all you want to dry it inside also you can dry it. there is no harm in it because i have tried it drying it inside the house mm-hmm. simply you can just clip it on just like any cloth mm-hmm. why i can say you can just clip it on like any cloth is what the way the kind of cloth what they have chosen is just like a handkerchief cloth okay. like it is and the color is dark colors generally okay. red pink and with so many prints on it something like that or they are dark blue so mm-hmm. if, if Okay. So because of, and it is stitched exactly to the size of the kerchief, bigger mm-hmm. kerchief. You don't feel like it's something embarrassing, or you don't have any like any stains across it. So I don't think anybody should have any con like concern about it. Mm-hmm. They can along with that any clothes if they want to keep it separate because I understand people will generally keep it. We also keep it separate. Yeah. so what you're saying is even if in their family those constraints are there and mm. such topics are not discussed openly etc but even mm. then that should not prevent them from starting to use this pads right yeah yeah i am uh, particularly curious about these young girls who are living in the hostels do they also start using this generally how has the uh, you know response been amongst the students mm. plus and these uh, girls living in hostels do they start using this yeah thing is we just ask them to, we want them to come up voluntarily if they are interested okay. and for surprise really we were really shocked to see many students they come out of their own interest oh that's nice to hear some first they ask ma'am can we get more um, like we also want to try it out can you give it us so we have actually given to many students in our campus are using now You can say and even students who are in hostels yeah our school, our college is basically a residential college most of okay. the, them stay in the hostel itself okay so, so that is a nice uh, to know because people uh, you know staying in hostels in paying guest accommodations etc women staying in all these places also that mental block that it is difficult to use something which requires washing drying you know that mental block can be removed because there are lots of them already doing it Yeah, yeah. Thing is, uh, many students are coming up and even asking, "Can you? Can I get it? Get more so that I can can recommend okay. to my mother, my cousin, as such." Yeah, so that's nice. Okay, Muradula. So, is there anything else that uh, you want to share that we have not discussed? What I would like to say is, uh, every woman should be a part of this. It is a social responsibility. It should be a chain reaction so that people should switch back to healthy life. Right. Okay. Thank you Muradula. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed listening to these different voices, their experiences of using the cloth pad and what made them encourage use of the cloth pads to other people. Each person took their own way of getting used to this concept. From trying out cloth pads on the days when at home to starting with cloth pad on third day and what not. If you are of menstruating age, I do hope this episode has helped you understand more about 
one of the sustainable menstrual options namely cloth pads i strongly encourage you to try this out if you are not in this age group feel free to share this episode or even buy a set of cloth pads for the young women in your family like jyoti said let the next set of girls start using sustainable menstrual options like the cloth pad right from when they reach puberty regardless of your age as the new indian woman this is an opportunity for you to make an informed decision that impacts your health the environment and people around you details of saukim cloth pads are available in the show notes of this episode do write to me at krishna@thenewindianwoman.com to share your ideas and experiences you are most welcome to like the facebook page facebook.com/newindianwoman to share with people in the same journey remember you are what you want to be and the time starts now